0: This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock partner Pushpay. Connection and generosity anytime, anywhere are now a reality thanks to eChurch powered by Pushpay, the leading provider of mobile apps and giving technology to churches. Make organizing finances and communicating with givers simple with this full financial suite. Find the total engagement system you need to reach your community where they already are. Pushpay, a better way to give and connect quickly, simply, and from the heart. Today's episode of Rockcast is also brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing. With a steady decline in church attendance, your online strategy and focus on reaching the unchurched is more important than ever. But as technology is changing like never before, the question becomes are you adapting to this change? Discover the up to date best practices and strategies you need to successfully reach people right where they are with Missional Marketing. Ask for a demo to see how you can maximize your digital advertising leverage your social channels and learn the tricks to make SEO drive your weekend attendance and ultimately your connection with your community connect with push and missional marketing today on our partners page at rockrms.com slash partners Welcome back to the RockCast podcast. I'm Emily Foreman with Spark Development Network, and we have John Edmiston, David Turner, and Nick Erdo here today. We're going to tell you a little bit about what's going on with Rock, uh, where things are headed, what they look like right now, and just kind of a a little bit of what's been going on since our last update. So speaking of what's been going on since our last update, the size and uh, scope of our team has changed quite a bit since then. Tell us about it, John.
1: Yeah, so we've been spending a lot of time over the last probably almost a year uh, knowing that we need to staff up. The community is growing exponentially, um, and we're trying to keep up. And so over the last year, we've been trying to find um, some great candidates to fill some much-needed roles, and um, we've been able to pull some triggers uh, over a a lot of work. So uh, uh, Garrett Johnson's here, and he's doing all of our UI UX. And taking a lot on a lot of that, uh, which was like a slightly part-time job for 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 me. Now it's his full-time, and already, I mean, there's some amazing stuff is coming out of that in just a few couple few couple weeks. So it's going to be awesome to see over the next few years the upgrades we're going to get in that area. And what also what I appreciate too is he's a um, you know perfectionist in this area. He really knows down to the the, the smallest degree of detail. And then he's already in, encouraging us and um, and giving us feature lists of of small changes to C, CMS, which are going to be amazing. Like all those f- small features are a major feature. And then there's some major things too, you know, that um, we're looking at. So just really exciting. We also have uh, Gerard Powell. He just joined us last week, and so he is uh, going to be filling a, quite a few roles. Um, most importantly, probably, you know, he's a, he is a C-sharp developer, strong C-sharp developer. He'll also be helping us with some project management. And then there's a lot of tasks, I think, that just go um, unnoticed in an organization. Um, obviously, what you do, Emily, like all the accounting and finance and HR and fundraising, there's so much detail to that. But there's also a lot of other details like in IT, just trying to keep a small office going, licensed, um, networked, um, and all that, so...
0: Well, that's great. It's exciting to see that those little things that I think weren't a big component of any job at the beginning, but have been growing as the community grows, are going to be able to be fulfilled by someone else other than just one of the many hats that you're wearing, John. So that's good. Um, so let's get our consulting update, David. Sure.
2: There's pretty much two things. Um, one is caching that New Spring is sponsoring. Um, so I think we mentioned it in our last one, but just redoing the caching framework how to make it more extensive. And the other one is just helping Christ Fellowship, who is going live on Rock next week. So, exciting time for them. And it just really helping them work through a lot of the small issues as they get ready to launch. So, oh, one other small change, the like Champion Forest wanted some uh, check-in by gender. So that's something that will be in core in the next update too. Very cool. Now, you say next update, does that mean eight o or 7 Actually, that one's in 7-4. Okay. I'll be talking about that shortly. Um,
0: Yeah, now, actually.
2: Why don't you tell us about that, Nick? Well, so 7.4 is about to go alpha in about two weeks. And it's lots of bug fixes. Um, I'd say more than the last couple uh, patches. So 7.4 is probably going to say twice as big as 7.3. And there's a handful of features of which uh, David just mentioned one of them. (laughs) Uh, But these features are not basically slated to impact you. So I'm not even sure. Probably the only mention of them will be in the release notes, not in documentation. Anything really big, though, we'd put in the 8.0 documentation. Um, That's about it. So after a period of several weeks in alpha, um, or maybe a shortened alpha, then we'll have a beta. And then it will be in uh, the uh, release to everyone.
0: Right. And speaking of release to everyone, I think it's also key that we give out the date of the general release for V7 because that's coming up um, next week, actually, I think. It's on the 30th of April. So if you've been uh, waiting to get more information on that, on April 30th, as soon as we've confirmed that everything's good to go, we will go ahead and... um, get the general release out there and then we'll put notification out as soon as that's ready. So
2: that would mean 7.0 will be general release before 7.4 is um, available to everyone. Yes. Okay.
1: That's great.
0: But let's stop talking about 7. Let's talk about 8. <laughs>
1: so there are a lot of things in 8 and <clears throat> I wanted to run through some of them, but I mean, obviously this is not a, a complete list and I know I'm going to miss stuff. So... Uh, forgive me if I miss stuff uh, you know the big stuff we 've talked about group history that 's coming along really well um, and it 's pretty exciting seeing that actually working um, it 's really neat when you s- when there 's an idea then you get it on paper as a drawing and then you actually see it working just almost as, just like it was in the drawing it's it 's kind of almost like this little magic thing uh, and that 's been sponsored by uh, North Point and what they 're doing um, also, we have some notes updates. So you can have a, hi- a hierarchical note list. Uh, and so that's a pretty big feature. Uh, and that's actually going to uh, alert you when there's new notes of different types. There's also a feature that uh, was done quite a, a, a while ago um, called Signals. And this was done by Shepherd of the Hills. And they submitted it as a pull request. And it's it's not a small feature. It's a pretty big feature. And that allows you to kind of signal when certain states of a person might meet certain criteria that you want to know about. Now, some of those might be completely informational and some of those might be more safety and security related. But the goal of that is to provide you with that signal, but in a way that is very um, uh, respecting privacy and and those types of things. So that's, that's a really cool thing, especially from a pastoral perspective. Uh, another big one that's really exciting is just the whole new UI. So in 8.0, Rocket's a new facelift, and it's um, it's probably time. I think it's been a couple years, and it's it's funny going back because like right now we're all working pretty much day to day in eight, and so sometimes we have to go back into when we're doing like feature uh, bug fixes for seven four, and you go back and you work in the in the current and the old um, UI. It's it's kind of dramatic how much different it is. So that's a big one. Uh, Wi-Fi presence, the final little teeny polish points will be put on that actually today. And that will be an 8.0. Um, and we have the documentation written. And that is a really exciting project because it's it's just cool to see that that level of engagement data so easily accessible inside of Rock. And so we have that running in our office. And it's just really cool to see, oh, I can go in there and I can see when I came and when I left. And when if I went out to meet someone for lunch, I can see that. And, you know, in an office environment, that's not necessarily that helpful, but it, when you envision it and you picture it happening in terms of ministry engagement, it gets really exciting. And we're, we're super excited about the uh, organization that we're partnering with to provide you know, the the technology to, to push that data into ROC, which is Front Porch, and the ministry heart that they have, and the cost... Um, affordability, if that's a word, that they're bringing to this space is is really good. I mean, it's um, 10% of what some of these other secular uh, wow. companies are bringing. Um, and they are a secular company, but they have a ministry mindset and ministry passion. And uh, the people over there have worked on church staffs, and it's just incredible. But that also, as a related feature, brings in something called personal device. So we can now track personal devices within Rock, and those will be the handsets or, or tablets or or laptops that people are bringing to to your Wi-Fi environment. Uh, Also some registration uh, changes. So there's been a change where you can have a fee that's required. So you might say, well, your T-shirt is required, but you just need to tell us what size. And that's pretty cool. Uh, There's also some additional reporting um, kind of capabilities within your registration. So if you want to see like a fee report, you can see all the fees that were for a specific... um, Uh, registration. There's also a discount uh, report right there on on your registration UI. And so you can see all that. Uh, Also, our friends at, at BEMA added a pull request for a feature called automatic discounts. So you can automatically apply discount codes onto a registration. So at first, you might think, well, why would you want to do that? Well, it solves two really fundamental um, features that people have been asking for in, in registrations. One is early bird discount. So you can say this discount applies between this date range and auto apply it, which basically solves mm-hmm. early bird discount. Yeah. And also another one people wanted was quantity discount. So the same structure can apply to that too. So pretty cool. Um, real excited about that. Uh, let's see. There's another feature Watermark has funded, which is basically to do some better auto matching on other fields. So whenever someone registers for something in Rock, we try to look at the first name, last name email. If we find a person matches, uh, we use that. Well, this allows you to apply some alternate uh, capabilities. And one of the things that they really wanted was the ability to search for previous email addresses. So mm-hmm. alternate email addresses. These are not You cannot email to more than one address in Rock. That is a hard fast. But this allows you to do matching for people who maybe that was their email address two Mm. years ago, um, and so you can still kind of do better matching from that. And that's a a really cool feature. Uh, Now I'm going to pick up the pace here a little bit, but data automation allows you to automate um, inactivating, activating people, changing their campuses. Um, There's some changes to content channels, which are really, really cool. Like content channels are going to increase their importance within Rock, And we're adding a lot of features to that. Um, Calendar feeds, so you can export your calendars into iCal compliant format. That's not iCal, Apple iCal. That's iCal, the the open format, uh, which is really cool, because you can get this URL. You can download it as a file. You can import it into your um, calendar one time. But more importantly, what you can do is you can basically in Outlook or any of your mail clients, including your phone, subscribe to a calendar feed in Rock, and it's going to keep it up to date with that calendar. So you could do your staff calendar. could be one calendar. Your public calendar Very could cool. be another. You can filter it by audience type. You can filter it by campus. <clears throat> Super cool. Um, that's another one of those features someone requested. It's like, oh, that's a good idea. And now that's working, and you see the data, and you actually put it onto your phone, you're like, whoa, <laughs> this is really cool. Um, there's a lot of changes in interactions. Um, I wouldn't say changes. I I would say there's more improvements to interactions, additional capabilities, um, data model, everything else is staying very consistent, but we're adding more capabilities to interactions. And I think if you look into the future interactions, is probably going to be one of those features that's going to become more and more useful. Uh, The more and more churches that we talk to and some of these accelerator groups that we go to to talk about big data, um, churches don't know it, but that's Interactions is going to solve a lot of their needs in terms of engagement um, and measuring that. Um, And it's super exciting. Uh, Also the ability, this is kind of a techie one, that you can have HTTP modules. So plugin developers can create these HTTP modules, which basically get to run code before Rock gets the code. So you can do all kinds of fun things uh, there. We also have some lava improvements, lots of lava improvements. There's some more filters some more capabilities. Um, And just uh, even last night, I threw in a little feature where you can actually embed lava now onto a master page or a layout. So a web um, administrator can say, I I want this content and this lava to be not even in a block. I just want it right on the layout. And that's pretty powerful. and then there's lots and lots and lots and lots of micro features. I mean, we could go on and on and on with that, but it's going to be an exciting release. That said, we do not want this release, and it's actually kind of already trending this way. We don't want this to be the, the massive release that 7 was. We want to break these things down into parts, and we want to get it out faster, and we want it to be um, less overwhelming. Although, gosh, what I just read is overwhelming already, <laughs> and I think I missed about half the stuff. <coughs> Um, so we've made a, a really tough decision, and so one of the features you didn't he- hear us mention that it, that's not done is volunteer scheduling. So we're going to push that to nine. And when I say push, it's not saying push it further out in terms of duration. We're just going to say we're going to we're going to ship eight faster than we right. than we thought. Putting a bow on eight. Right. So will this slow down um, volunteer scheduling? Not at all. We're st- we're still going to work on it in the same schedule that we were. We're just going to ship. Eight faster, and so nine will be starting. We'll start volunteer scheduling as soon as we put these final polish points on eight. We have a you know probably about four more weeks of of working on eight and getting those polish points done. And then, um, but even before that, we'll probably be starting the do the initial development on nine because when you have you know a couple developers going, you can't you kind of have to shift them on on different priorities. Um, so it won't, sh- it won't slow down when volunteer scheduling will be uh, released, it'll just make some of these other features available sooner, uh, which is exciting. Um, so that's eight in a nutshell. And I do think nine will be an even smaller release. My, my hope and plan is this, let's get volunteer scheduling done, throw in a few other micro changes and ship that super fast. So the gap between seven and eight will be bigger than it will be between 8 and 9. That'll be a smaller, uh, even quicker release of 9.
0: Great. That sounds like exactly what people are looking for.
1: Right. And you know the tendency is to say well we want to make we want to ship more features, more releases faster, but then you get into the middle of it and it just use one more thing, one more thing, mm-hmm. one more thing, two more things, one more thing. <laughs> and we're just trying to say okay, no. Stop. We're going to ship this.
0: Good. That's a lot of information.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Did did I go overboard? No,
0: you didn't. That's good. Um, I think people have been um, wanting to hear that. So this is perfectly timed. Uh, another perfectly timed announcement is that we have our next masterclass here in Phoenix that's open for registration on the website. Um, that is coming up on June 5th through 7th. So if you have already taken the masterclass, which I know a lot of our podcast audience has... Um, consider looking deeper into your organization now that you've been on rock for a little while who else really needs that training Um, let's build the bench a little bit in some of these um, so it's not just one position at your organization that knows how to do certain things in rock this is really a great course for those who um, need to be in some type of administrative role inside rock so do look at who else would really benefit from this training um, we have a limited number of seats, so do evaluate that and, and get them registered so that's ready to go. It's exciting to look at that. It's exciting to see, I think, the um, master class symbols inside our Slack community. I think that really helps give validity to the people that have been trained and that are um, coming out of that. I think it also says a lot about our community because these people are investing, their organizations are investing and in sending you know, one to three people to our class at a time. And those people are making the conscious choice to dive back into the community and to pour that back in. Um, So uh, we see that as a huge positive and what a a major... Uh, coup for the community to have so many people who are so invested in moving literally the whole community forward, not just their own internal needs as an organization. So if you haven't yet taken the masterclass, do join that group of masterclass alum who are doing great things to really change the face of how people connect through technology inside the rock community. It's a great group to be a part of. And uh, if you haven't done it yet, you know, just look at all those little masterclass hats out there in Slack. It's you probably want to be a part of that. Fear of missing out. Yeah, it really is. Um, so the registration's live on rockrms.com slash masterclass. Again, the dates are June 5th through 7th, so you'll want to take advantage of that. Plus, really, you want to meet us in person, right? I mean, who doesn't?
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is going to be our best class.
0: I think it is, for sure.
1: I think I really am going to make this one the best one I've learned from the other ones.
0: What, what did you learn? About rock. Oh, dear. Okay, cut, cut. (laughs) Um, The other thing I feel like we need to talk about that's coming up is the um, conference this year. RX 2018 is August 20th and 22nd at Southeast Christian Church in Louisville, and uh, we have been hard at work much earlier than at previous conferences because we know that this conference is going to be double the size of last year's, and you're right, Nick's making the sign over here of mind blown, blown. um, and and all of us feel that way, so we want to get ahead of that. This year, we're providing at least 3 times the amount of content that we had last year wouldn't you say yeah something least.
1: like 60 sessions that you could go to mm-hmm. i mean it's it's amazing yeah
2: it's really the shape is is different from last year's with so many subtracks happening
0: Right. And so the topics, uh, it's a vast range. There are a lot of people coming in actually from outside our community that are bringing in best practices, that are bringing inspiration and leadership. And it's so exciting to see where this is going. I do want to remind our uh, listening audience that every year we seek active feedback on how can we make this better. And so we are constantly evaluating and incorporating that. And it's based on your feedback that we're doing this. Um, So I think that you've given a lot of great insights into what we can do to improve. And we're definitely following that line. So that said, I'm very excited to uh, mention one of Garrett's first projects with us, which has been to build out the conference page, which is something that we've long dreamed of, but really have not had the capacity to do before now. And the first part of that um, should be released at the time the podcast is as well. And that's our speakers page. Um, So there'll be a few different pages available there, but we've not before been able to really put that information out ahead of time. Uh, and it will be growing. It will not be a complete list of speakers, but our keynote speakers are set, and that's really exciting. Um, We are going to be welcoming Don Wilson. He was the founding uh, pastor and senior pastor at Christ Church of the Valley, recently retired, now running Accelerate Group, which is helping churches everywhere. And He was really um, the person that helped rock become what it is today. It's his leadership uh, and wisdom in helping set things up in a way that would make this something that benefits all churches and could grow and could move into a, uh, an independent state to do what it needs to do. And that is with the blessing of Don Wilson. So we're so excited to have him as a keynote speaker.
1: Plus, I think he really challenged us and built us to, individually, individually yeah. to help lead this. I mean, I've learned so much from Don. It's amazing
0: absolutely we're, we're really thrilled that he will be joining us for this and uh, we're also uh, thrilled to announce that Terry Storch who is the digerati pastor at life Church um, will be there as well to talk about um, the, the digital world and the digital age and we're very excited about that um, I'm sure all of our audience is familiar with uh, life Church's dijarati team but if you've heard of you version Bible app which I, most people have that is one of the things inside that. So those are two keynote speakers. We have a lot of people that you'll recognize from the community. A lot of people that you will probably recognize names from outside the community that are experts in their area. And we do encourage you to go online and check that out. Rockrms.com/rx2018, and you'll be able to navigate to speakers from within that. We also will be bringing um, uh, tracks to the website so you'll be able to see ahead of time what tracks are offered, and we're encouraging people to kind of pick the area that you want to go to, and uh, it will be a a really exciting team. Bring more of your team this year. This is triple the content. It's in several different... rooms and venues, and you will want to send people to different tracks. So when you register, make sure you're registering enough people that you're going to be able to spread out and and cover what is going to be offered.
2: Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast and you've been waiting to register because you wanted to justify um, going, once the sessions list is up there, uh, once it's started, you should have exactly what you need. You can take that then to your To your boss and say, hey, this is what I'm going to get out of it. I know that does apply to uh, a number of churches.
0: Mm -hmm. And there is currently a very uh, very broad overview of what those tracks are named that's listed there, but there will be more detail coming Mm -hmm. up soon. All right. I think that's it for announcements. And now you've heard what all is going on behind the scenes here. Thanks again for joining us and our team. Until next time.
2: And today's show was produced by Emily Foreman. And Nick was our audio engineer and does all the processing of putting out social And Jim Michael does all the editing of the audio.
0: And our amazing show notes are typed up and put together by Michael